Coming up on episode 92 of the podcast, we discuss what went down last week with the NBA boycott, and we also discuss how the NBA boycott affects LeBron James's legacy. It's one of those things where if you think about it, if he's not here tomorrow, a lot of people are going to be very proud of him. And a lot of people are just, they're going to follow in those, well, I'm going to hope that they follow in those footsteps, actually, you know, other athletes, because it's just a large audience, you know, and it's not just about, everybody loves sports, so everybody's going to view sports. It's an escape, but at the same time, why not use it and, and stop, like, ignoring, like, the issues that are actually going on right now, you know? And a lot of people are, you know, telling, for example, a lot of people are saying, you know, shut up and dribble, basically. And I just find that mad rude. And it, it's basically saying, don't remind us what's actually going on in the real world. Like, we get that that issue is there, but don't touch on it. We already know it's there. We just don't want to do anything about it. You're tuned into the new Channel Sports Podcast, the ultimate sports talk podcast. Welcome to another episode of the New Channel Sports Podcast. My name is Oenye. We have a very, very good show in store for you today. If this is your first time listening, please do not hesitate to subscribe. If you're an Apple uh, uh, Podcast, uh, Spotify, iHeart, wherever you're at, just go ahead and subscribe. You can do it on our website as well. That's newchannelsports.net. New Channel spelled N-U-C-H-A-N-N-E-L. If you want to catch us on the radio, we're on Afro Vibe Radio every morning, not every morning, every Sunday morning. There you go. At 10 a.m. Sitting straight across from me, she decided to return to the show. What? I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. <laughs> Allie, what's up? What's good? What's up? <laughs> it's good to have you back. It's good to be back. All hey. right. All right. All right. And to my right, it's phenomenal. Chris, how you hey, like that? How I like, like that? that. Hey, this is gonna be a good show. <laughs> What's good? Because <laughs> last show you're like, you don't get, you don't get no big Chris. You don't get no. So I was waiting what you would do with Allie. So you gave her, you know, gave her a good shout out, but you gave me a good one too. All so right. we're good. There we go. There we go. So we're gonna kick this off with one of our more popular segments. We are going to do backcourt violation. New Channel Sports presents Chris's backcourt violation. Let's get to it. So for those of you who do not know what backcourt violation is, it's really twofold. So the first thing is I'm going to ask you all three questions and you're going to try to figure out who I'm talking about. And I'm going to give you a little history about the person. And then the second part of it is I'm going to give you the backcourt violator of the show. Y'all ready? I'm ready. Oh, God. Allie, you ready? Oh, no, I don't, don't know. Don't do <laughs> <laughs> She's out scared. She's like, oh, God. What is this? <laughs> All right, so I'm going to give you three clues. First okay. clue, and you're going to try to figure out who this is. I kind of made this a little hard now I think about oh, it. Wow. But my last go. clue, hopefully you all get it. Okay. All right. Let's go. So Let's do it. this player was a McDonald's All-American and a medalist on a FIBA World Cup team. Medalist on the... Mm, Carmel Anthony. No, sir. Dang. And was what? Uh, he was a medalist. I think they won the silver medal. In the FIBA World Cup team. I'll give you guys a big hint. It's associated with the NBA. So you say Carmelo. You don't know. Hmm. Allie, you got a guess? No. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Second no clue. Yet. Um, this player played and coached in both the Western Conference 
and the Eastern Conference. Mm. He played an all-American McDonald's game, and he play, he plays soccer. No, no, Straight no. Up. This is uh, oh, for uh, the basketball. NBA, NBA. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take a guess and say, but Jason Kidd didn't do well. Nah, time's up. <laughs> <laughs> and the third and final uh, clue is he has family all over the NBA. That'll give it away for y'all? Hold really? on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, is it Curry? Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. I am talking about Doc Rivers. Oh, Doc, I was going to say Doc Rivers. <laughs> Me too. You are close with the Curry connection uh-huh. because his family is part of Curry because I don't know if you guys know this. Doc Rivers' daughter married Seth Curry, Steph yeah. Curry's older brother. Oh, yep. Right. Um, I, so this I was going to say, say, I was going to say it. I should have, could have, would have. I was thinking of the balls first because you were like all over NBA. Right. But. So why am I bringing up Doc Rivers? I'll tell you. So what a lot of people don't know about Doc Rivers what, is while he was playing for the Spurs, now he may have already been gone, but during the time period where his house was in San Antonio, his house was burned down. Um, and... It was because of arson. Now, what we don't know if it was related to if it was related to racism because Doc Rivers' wife is um, white, so he's never come out and said explicitly that it was racism, but he certainly hinted at it. And the problem is, he's really never known. And anyone who knows about Doc Rivers his entire life, he's kind of dealt with racism. Um, the biggest thing in his coaching career was with Donald Sterling while he was the coach for the Clippers, and then to hear him speak. This week, after the death of Mr. Blake, was powerful. It was incredible because he's not just any individual. He's an individual who played in the NBA, who was a star growing up in in high school, then came to the NBA and then coached the NBA and won a championship. To hear him speak uh, about Mr. Blake's death and talk about it in such a powerful nature and have a forgiving spirit because of the things that he's been through in his life is really poignant. And if you don't know who Doc Rivers is in the next eight seconds, when I give you this information, that means you have committed a backcourt violation. Are you ready for the backcourt violator of the week? Yes, sir. Are y'all ready for the backcourt violator of the yes, week? Yes, sir. This one is going to Brian Erlacher. And this one was, I don't want to say it's too easy to give, but these are the comments that he made after Mr. Blake was shot seven times. He said, Brett Favre played, and he sent out a tweet, Brett Favre played the Monday night football game the day his dad died threw four touchdown passes in the first half and was a legend for playing in the face of adversity. NBA players boycott the playoffs because a dude reaching for a knife wanted on a felony sexual assault warrant was shot by police. This is wrong on so many different levels. Right. Number one, there was a knife in the car. Mm-hmm. Nobody said he had a knife in his hand. But more importantly, beyond that is compassion. Right. This guy was shot seven times in front of his kids. And the first thing you can think of is, well, what's the justification? He told us exactly who he is. And more importantly, he said some dude. Bro, Brian, say his name, man. This is a grown man. Brian Erlacher, you played in the NFL for how many years? In the Hall of Fame. You know what it is like to be in a locker room with other African-Americans. But he showed us true colors. And for that, you, sir, are the backcourt violator of the show. Mm. Well deserved. It is well deserved. Yeah. So very good, very good, Chris. So we're going to continue with the talk of you know social injustice. The Milwaukee Bucks this past week on Wednesday decided that they weren't going to play. 
they were going to, we've had the discussion earlier, Chris, we don't know whether to call it a boycott or a strike or just a postponement, but they decided not to leave their locker rooms. They had a, a game five against Orlando, which they, you know, they won anyway today. So <laughs> <laughs> Orlando was like, if we were going to do that, we might as well play Wednesday anyway. But anyway, they did that and it trickled down to other leagues. The WNBA, they postponed their games. Um, MLB postponed some of their games as well. Um, Major League Soccer did the same thing also. So I thought that an interesting topic for me was how does this affect LeBron James's legacy as a professional basketball player? Because, you know, Muhammad Ali was such a big figure as a boxer, but it became even larger than life when he stood for something, when he decided he wasn't going to go for in the Vietnam War. So I We've talked about Patrick Mahomes on this podcast a couple of times. And Chris, you made the statement that Patrick Mahomes is on his way to being the greatest athlete of all time. And I look at it as more so because of what LeBron is doing now and what he's doing for social injustice, then he might be on his way to being the greatest athlete of of all time, not just on the court, but off the court as well, because he's the most influential athlete right now today. There's no other athlete that necessarily comes close. Right. So what do you guys think about LeBron James and him taking that step to being one of the more influential athletes of all time? (laughs) I just think I think it's great what he's doing. You know, it's one of those things where he knows he knows very well the audience that he carries and Mm. he knows very well that that audience is large. So I think it's it's awesome what he is doing. And it's one of those things where if you think about it, if he's not here tomorrow, a lot of people are going to be very proud of him and a lot of people are just they're gonna follow on those stu- like, well i'm gonna hope that they follow in those footsteps actually you know o- other athletes because it's just a large audience you know and it's not just about everybody loves sports so everybody's gonna view sports it's an escape but at the same time why not use it and and stop like ignoring like the issues that are actually going on right now you know right. and a lot of people are you know telling for example a lot of people are saying you know, shut up and dribble, basically. Mm-hmm. And I just find that mad rude. And it, it's basically saying, don't remind us what's actually going on in the real world. Like, we get that that issue is there, but don't touch on it. We already know it's there. We just don't want to do anything about it. Right. And you, know, you know, and they're human beings as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. So, I mean, it's honestly very shocking to me that um, a lot of people think that he shouldn't even touch any mm. topics on it i mean he's black mm. <laughs> like his mom is black his dad is black his brothers sisters whatever everybody like his it's just it's something that needs to be talked about you mm. know and it's hurting everybody not mm. just the one who got shot it's hurting their family it's hurting every black person like right. um i just think it's on honestly like he's creating a great legacy mm. and i'm i'm proud of him for that mm. i i agree with you i think it's we talk about on the show a whole bunch. It's part of the audience. So to Ali's point, the whole shut up and dribble thing is okay. So if he doesn't mention that on the court, how do you want him to mention it? Should he never mention it? Should we never talk about injustice? Because it comes down to the point where if you're a black person or person of color, how do you protest? Seriously, think back to even the sixties. People have problems with that. Okay, so now Colin Kaepernick says, you know what? I'm just going to kneel during the national anthem. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to kneel and I'll make my point. Oh, you can't do that. 
And then in the NBA, they decide, okay, some people say boycott. I say they couldn't play because it was emotionally draining. They're not going to play a couple games. Or you can't do that. So you tell me, bro, if I can't kneel, I can't make my voice known, then how do I protest something that's going wrong? Right. They don't want us to protest. They don't want us as a black people to protest. They just don't want to hear it. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. At all. They They don't want to hear it. No. They just want to sit down. Watch their sports as if they're just robots or yeah, just entertainment. Entertainment. For I them. love that. Entertainment. This entertainment mm-hmm. for them. That's all you're good for. Mm-hmm. Just stay on the court. Entertain me. I don't want to hear you talk. I don't want to hear you voice your opinion about anything that's going on in this world. Just sit there and entertain me. But what they're forgetting is that these are actual human beings on the court. They have lives as well. They have families. They have people that look up to them. They have fans that look up to them. And they don't understand that some of the fans that look up to them are the ones that are telling them, I, I need you to voice your opinion. Because all over the world, there are some people right now that in their household, they don't have father figures. They don't have people to look up to. They look up to LeBron James. They look up to Tiger Woods, Kobe Bryant, Tiger Woods. All right. So you when said these, Tiger Woods twice. Yeah, I, I did. I did. I did. I mean, but. I'm gonna say I'm gonna come back to Tiger Woods and Michael Jordan in particular. I knew you would. That's why I'm not. I knew you would. (laughs) (laughs) That's why what LeBron James is doing is so significant to Mm -hmm. me because Michael Jordan didn't do this. Let's just be real. Michael Jordan he didn't use his platform to fight social injustice. He said Republicans buy shoes too. Right. 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 And I'm not mad at him. I'm not mad at him for that either. Yeah. But you know, there's there's you know you always talk about Kevin Durant taking the easy way out. Yeah. Michael Jordan took the easy way out. Let's just be real. Because all the backlash that LeBron James is getting right now, that's because he took the harder route. He is going and standing by something that he actually believes in. And as me as a father, and I'm pretty sure, Chris, you as a father as well. Yeah. And I know Allie had about eight kids for you and your kids. (laughs) (laughs) I'm playing. I'm playing. Yeah, me and my 10 kids. Don't do that, bro. Don't do that. Don't even do that. I'm messing with you, Allie. I'm messing with you, but as you as a parent, though, you want to tell your kids, always fight for what you believe in. Yeah. Right? That may come as a cost. There may be some negativity out there, but that, that's what you have to do. And, you know, the thing that, that really bounces me about this whole thing and about the Black Lives Matter is that this is what this country is supposed to be about. Your freedom of speech. Your freedom to express yourself. But when you do that, especially as black Women and black men, it just seems like, oh no, we don't want you to say anything. I, but the thing is, I don't think it's limited to black men and black women. No, you're right, I think you're it's right. just, no, no. Any people of color or really just any group right, right, right. that is not quote unquote mainstream is we don't want to hear from you. And it's always been that mm-hmm. way. And for me, it's just, I'll be real with y'all. This past week, I was sitting down, I was thinking, do black people actually matter? No, we talk about it. We put it hashtag Black People Matter or Black Lives Matter and all that. But when you sit down and you look at some of the hate, the guy in Kenosha, Wisconsin, there is an individual who had one of the biggest guns I've seen in my life. That gun was ridiculous. I don't know what it's called for you gunheads. Maybe y'all know. When I see them, I'm like, boy, that's a big gun. That's all I can say. And the police are like, okay, sir, you know, put your gun down, put your hands up. And he's arrested with no issue. But if it were me, not only... I can never do that. But more importantly, I can be unarmed and still killed. Right. If that's not a problem, I don't really know what is. We already know it's a problem. We know it's a problem. But then you have people like Brian Urlacher who just, they don't get it. 
And, you know, and that's where we have to have a discussion, right? We just have to, as Americans, because we, we we call ourselves Americans, yeah, right? So what that means is you're my fellow American. If I see you in pain and there's something going on with you, Allie, I want to sit down and talk to you and listen to what you have to say. And let's have a adult conversation about what's going on. Because what I'm seeing on social media is making me sad. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. Some of the yeah. responses to some of the things that people have to say, it's like, uh, we can't disagree about anything anymore? Well, this is not a disagreement. It's there nothing, is, there's nothing to disagree about. It's, okay, do Black Lives Matter? or do well, they not? I'm, t- I'm talking about as far as what you're seeing. Like, are we in disagreements that no one should be shot seven times in the back. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. We we already discussed the Black Lives Matter thing. I, that's, you know. It is what it is. It is what it is at this yeah. point. But it comes, you know, even though you believe what you believe, can we sit down and discuss this? Do you actually look at me as your fellow American? And that's what this whole movement is about, right? Yeah. Do you actually look at me as a fellow American? And do you understand why we don't believe that we're fellow Americans. Just mm. look back at history. Yeah. We didn't come here on our own power. We yeah. came here on boats mm-hmm. <laughs> as slaves. If you can't understand that first, then we can't we, do, we can't even talk. You know, it's interesting, Allie, I'm going to bring it up. We're, mm-hmm. Normally we chat before podcasts, and Allie brought up something before the podcast, and I just, I think it's so powerful and important that I just want people to understand even what you're going through as you're just putting it out there. That's right. And I'm not even black. (laughs) You know, it's one of those things where uh, you just want to share common sense sometimes. And it just becomes political all of a sudden simply because they don't like what they're hearing. And you get all this backlash. And I just... I don't know. I don't even know what to do with it anymore. You yeah. know, it's just filled up in my DMs. I just share something that's very simple. Like, I don't know, just in about the Jacob Blake uh, situation. And it was one post on my Instagram story. And my DMs were just filled. They were filled of, well, Black Lives Matter. It's all lives matter. And oh, police, like, he should have just resisted and this and that. And I just don't understand what what is up with all these excuses. I, I, it's, that's what it is, is excuses. Just, there's nothing else you can call it but an excuse to for, for nonsense. But I think, I, so, Ally kind of works. Ally is an ally. So you put that out there. So we do need allies. You know what I mean? We need white people, black people, Hispanic people, Asian. I don't care where you're from. We mm-hmm. need allies because... At the end of the day, when we say Black Lives Matter, I brought this up before. Is I think the person who best explained it was Dave Chappelle. If you have your wife or your child come up to you, if any of us had a child in this room and your child came up to you and says, Allie, oh, and you, Chris, do you love me? Which one of us is going to say, oh, I don't, I don't know how to answer that, but I love all children. Your kid would be like, mm-hmm. okay, thank you, but I didn't ask you about all children. I asked you about me. Right. And right. as black people, we're saying, do you love me? And they're like, well, we love everybody. Right. right. It's absurd. Right. And But but you having that response just makes me feel like, okay, you really don't care about me. Yeah. Oh, and exactly. they, don't, they don't even understand that. Yeah. Because what we're trying. Oh God. You having that response is not a yes. <laughs> right. Not, right. Yeah. You would never respond Why to your wife you like that. Why can't you just say yes? <laughs> I, but it, it, well, 
at the end of the day, it's just, is this something that we're just going to have to agree to disagree on? I guess I've, I've gotten there. Yeah, you go your way. I'll go mine. Let's just concentrate on police brutality and let's try to concentrate on, you know, them actually doing their job correctly. Right. And treating everybody with the same, you know, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but everybody should have the same. Because I saw this video that's viral of this white guy berating this officer. And the officer is there as calm as day. Weapons isn't being drawn mm, I've seen that. or nothing. But as as black people, we feel like if that was a black person, the weapon is going to be drawn immediately, quickly, mm-hmm. swiftly. Well, there's one word for that, and the word is fear. <laughs> he doesn't fear the white guy berating him. He just because he sees him as a brother. Right. It's almost like when you're dealing with your family members. I can see you, Oeni, because I've known you for years. I can mm. see you go from zero to ten. I'm like, oh, that's Oeni. Mm. But Ali may see them and be like, yo, Chris, fucking. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? Because which is okay because I don't. You don't know me. Right? Right. So if I go from zero to 100 right now, Allie, you're going to be like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Mm-hmm. But that's Allie as just being Allie. Yeah. Now, if you're Allie, the police officer, and you've been trained for situations like this, you can't just go like, whoa, 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 pop, 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 pop. <laughs> right. Right? You can't yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah of course. Not, not only not that, not. if I'm looking at you mm-hmm. and I go zero to 100, then I turn around and you go pop, 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 pop. I mean- it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. That's and that's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. We're talking about police officers out there, trained professionals. They should have better judgment in situations. You can be you can be scared. We're all human beings, right? Yeah. We you can definitely be one hundred percent scared. I understand completely. I mean, I, I tell you, Ali. I don't know if you know this, but I'm one of the scariest people you can know. I'm right. just being. I'm I'm scary. So you don't want me with a gun in my hand because I could shoot myself. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> you go go flexible birds. <laughs> I could, I could. So we don't want to get too far off with this. It's been a topic. This is the main reason why um, the Milwaukee book Bucks, whatever you want to call it, strike boycott suspended games because they want to bring to light what has been going on for the longest period of time. We we will call it police brutality or social injustice they want to bring into light. So after this whole thing took place, the NBA players decide to have a meeting, right? And I guess we can call it whatever you want to call it, but LeBron James was just kind of like, we need to stop playing all together. He just, he just jetted. He, he was off. He was like, we need to stop. We're stopping. I'm gone. Yeah. Some of the Clippers felt the same way, I guess. They dipped. The rest of the players and the rest of the teams decided, no, we want to continue to play. So what I've heard, because no no one's there in the bubble. Yeah. But what I've heard is that, you know, Barack Obama, Michael Jordan, they kind of talked Oprah, to LeBron, Oprah. Ellen. Ellen was there too? I don't know. I, I thought she was out, canceled. Hey, man, I just want to put out some names. <laughs> <some> famous people. <laughs> but they talked some sense into LeBron and said, hey, man, we should continue to play. One of the players that stood up and spoke and said some really good stuff was Jalen Brown. He stood up I've heard and his said, name consistently. Right. He stood up and he was like, man, we can stop playing. But if we stop playing, are all the players going to go out and do their part? Are you just going to go back to your families and chill? Like it's a vacation? Because if you're going to do that, then there's no point in stop playing. If only 10% of us are going to go out there in the trenches and do what we need to do, then it's not. there's no point in doing that. Oh, so me and you kind of differ on this. You're in the, of the position where they should, if they were going to stop play, stop play for good. But, but, but on the if they were going to get started, yeah. finish it. 
Like I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 we're, we're on different positions. Right, right, right. And you're saying they should stop. I've been saying I'm fine with the break and they could continue playing. I'm just interested in hearing Allie. So I guess the thing is, in your opinion, they stopped play in the beginning, really about Wednesday. They stopped Wednesday, the playoffs. Right. Um, I'm of the opinion that sh- they should continue playing, which they've chosen to do. Mm-hmm. And then there's the other side of the equation where they just stop playing. We're like, okay, we're done. We're going home. Where do you fall on that line? Um, I think they should just continue playing because if if this issue would have still been very, very hot, it, it is and it still is. But, you know, after the Jacob Blake, it obviously burst it all over again. But yeah. um, if it was still that hot, like they just shouldn't have even they should have just canceled and like the playoffs from the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like it's just already kind of far in. And kind of like what you said, just like it's already. What are you gonna do when you get home? Yeah. You know, you're very, you're very pissed off right now. At least they have media for them to like, you know, speak on the it platform. and talk. But when they go home, you know, are they gonna do their part too? Like, how yeah. passionate are you about this? We know LeBron James is. We know several are. So, yeah. but what about the rest of them? Yeah, you know. So it, I just, I think. It's better to have some sort of, um, some sort of message across. I guess like Black Lives Matter than, you know, all over the NBA and stuff. Obviously, uh, it doesn't really it hasn't do much. Too much, exactly. But it's better to have that, I would say, than just have nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being spread. I'm with you 100% because it's that platform. I mean, honestly, how many of you knew? I mean, I knew him because, I mean, I'm, a, I guess, a hooping head. But how many people knew who Sterling Brown was before this? Even George Hill. Not a lot of people knew them. And without the platform of the NBA being in the bubble, we would not hear from them. Even to Ali's point, let's say they go home and do nothing. Well, that's bad. But let's say they go home and they really are into it. But they don't have that. They don't have that LeBron name or like a Steph Curry or a Chris Paul or Dwayne Wade, even though he's retired now. But if you don't have that backing, that platform, then you're better off being in the bubble. At least I can see you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think I, I I don't necessarily think there's a bad answer to this or a right or wrong answer to this. I, I guess I want to say because I did meet someone the other day who didn't even know who Jacob Blake was. He was just like, "Why are they stopping the games?" And so oh, they, that must have been confusing for him. He was like, "Why is he must have been confused?" And so when he figured out what happened, then he was like, "Oh, this is why they're stopping games." But I, I guess my whole thing is, I just don't understand why they stopped in the first place. And based on what was going on, with Milwaukee not telling them that they're going to stop anyway, it kind of makes more sense because no one even knew they were going to do it anyway in the first place. I, I will tell you, and I talked about this on the radio show. I'm a huge fan of Stephen A. Smith and really all these guys on TV because. What they do is not easy. It's not. No. It is, they do it every day. Every day. Um, and I, yeah. But I've never been more disappointed in him than when he reported what he reported. If you haven't heard, he came on the radio. I mean, he came on the his show. Uh, I think it was either Thursday or Friday, basically saying that some of the players were angry with LeBron because of the way LeBron spoke to them. And LeBron was kind of pouting. And when I was watching, I was thinking to myself, who is this for? Nobody. It, it is not, it's for Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, why are you reporting this, I have this, a bro? story, and I'm, I'm going to report it. it. And it, to it. me, but, it was, it was selfish, and I didn't see it. Didn't, it doesn't help the Black Lives Matter movement. It doesn't help show NBA um, solidarity. It mm. does nothing. But it kind of goes both ways, right? Stephen A. Smith, his main job is to report stuff, right? 
I don't know if we will be saying this. I don't know if I will be saying the same thing if he was white. Because we look at Stephen A. Smith and we look at him as a black man. That w- but w- well, I mean, that's just for me. I said me. Okay. And then say everybody else. This is for me. That's why maybe I'm looking at it like, why even say that? Like, who is it? Does it? Do you gain anything about saying that? But his job is to report things, right? Well, and that's the way he looked at it. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. But yeah. I'm, just, I'm just, you know. No, I hear you. No, I hear you. I hear you. His yeah. job is to report things. And that's the way he saw it. Then whatever, but we're saying you shouldn't even say anything at all. Even if that's what you saw it, don't say, don't that say that anything bro. about that's it. That's my opinion. My opinion. But my, my thing it. is though is this though: what we still think this. Well, what I still think that they the same thing if he was a white guy, a white man. Mm-hmm. No, I can see what you mean, Chris. It's just it's okay. So Stephen A. Smith, you know, like y'all said, he's black, obviously, and he. The thing about his job, you know, he reports. That's his job. He report, but he also had a a choice. As a reporter, to cross those barriers mm-hmm. and, you know, mess up all those boundaries and speak on what he believes in as well. So he might as well, if you already crossed that boundary, then just stick to it. Yeah, right. You know, like, yeah. don't don't come back and then report and say something that is useless. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I just that, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, yeah. if you're going to cross that barrier, just stick to it and, mm-hmm. you know, keep. Just don't don't take ten steps back. Exactly. Right. 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 To me, it's just a discernment thing. Because I'm sure they get reports all the time, mm-hmm. all the time. They're and like, some, yeah, some I'm of them already said the reports are false. I couldn't, I couldn't remember. Well, of course they're going to do that now because right. the NBA players oh, realize. Dame, Dame Litter said some of these reports are just flat out false. That's what he said. I, I just I, we, don't, we don't know. We don't we're, know. We're, 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 we don't we're know. But my point is. It hurts solidarity. I'm not surprised with some of these reporters that are reporting it, but when I saw Stephen A. reporting nonsense, I'm like, come on, man. We got to be smarter than this. That's right. Well, they're going to say what they're going to say. I've heard a report about Patrick Beverly as well. I can't remember exactly what he said, but he just told Michelle Roberts. I pay your salary. That's what he told her. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's rude. That's rude as hell. I don't know if he said that, though. We don't know. There have been reports that it didn't quite go like that, but... Oh man! I hope Patrick can just say that because he's so. gone from you know he's gone from this guy that I look at as being this feisty guy that made it through the trenches and he just has that grit to now he's like he feels like he's a big time superstar or something like that. That's that's if he said that. Wow, Cause, bro! Because some of the things wow. he's been doing Talk lately. About rude, you rude, what? bro! Come on, man, that's a grown based man. On, based on his actions, man, that's what I'm saying. From, from the whole fiasco on the bench with him and Dane going at it to this, come on, bro! You don't tell somebody I pay you. That's Come on, man. People do that all the time. I wouldn't expect it from Patrick Beverly, though. Like, he he should know from where he came from. The opportunity that he has to play in the NBA right now is because of certain players in the NBA. I know he he worked hard to get there, but come on, man. I'm, 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 you don't I'm, make a statement like that. I'm agreeing with you. I, my thing is, I hope he didn't say it, and some reports said he didn't say it. Right. But it wouldn't surprise me if he said it. Why because it, say that again? What did you say? Okay, let me back up. <laughs> so there are reports that right. he said it. I don't know whether or not he did or, or didn't, but the reports that he said it, and there are other reports that contradict that. Right. But what I'm not surprised about is if he did say it, why would that surprise you? Because this is kind of in line with the persona that he's built, kind of, kind of like with what you mentioned. I don't think he's big time in it. I think he's at a place in his life where it's like, look. I made it, and I'm cool with that. I just hope he didn't say. Well, I thought uh, he, he was more salary. humble than that. That's what. I, that's but what how I'm could you, how could you be? What do you mean? I mean, look where the dude came from. This boy's playing. You have to. You have to have some level of humbleness. No, I call to it. Get there. You know, he has some level of hunger to get. No, there. he got hunger. No doubt. There's, there's no doubt. He's one. Of the most I think there's a there's a part of that, that there's a part of that that you never lose. Right. 
When you but, that hungry, bro. But say you little even hungry. when you got money, it's still it's just, so you're saying you never saw him as being humble. No, oh, I I saw him as at least being humble in some. I mean, there's a part of it. I don't want to say he's not humble at all, but I the word I associate with him is hungry. No, no, I I definitely agree. But with his statement now, the humble thing is throwing out, throw the, window. It out, out <laughs> the window. So if you already if you already felt that way, then of course it wouldn't surprise you. Yeah, but I thought there was some level of humbleness with Patrick Beverly. But if 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 he said that, then it's like you said, it's I've thrown out the window through another window. Yeah. So it's definitely not there. So um, the NBA has continued to play. Milwaukee has gone ahead and just put Orlando out their misery. They come back and went four straight. Um, but it, it still has been very interesting to see what's been going on. And I just, I don't know. It's this whole year in particular has just been kind of, kind of rough. Yeah. You know, shout out to, to Chadwick. I just, that was another thing that happened. The internet. I know it's not sports related, but you know, there are just some things that just happen, and it's like, man, we got to talk about it. I mean, it's still sports-related, considering right. that he played Jackie Robinson. Right, right. And then he died on the day where the NBA – or not the NBA, the MLB celebrates Jackie Robinson. Yeah. So that one hurt. Um, looking at the Magic just real quick, I can see them after game one in the mm-hmm. locker room like, bro, we're trying to – I'm trying to be out of the bubble, bro. We're not supposed to <laughs> – we're not trying <laughs> to win. What are we doing? <laughs> what This was not the plan. This was not the plan. It's probably, it's probably not all the players. Is this so the players are like, Some of them bro, bro, trying to bro, dip. you're playing too hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> Can you please calm down? We're not supposed to win any games here. Exactly. This was to be a short trip in and going out. You're going back that's out. That's it. Yeah. But they're from Orlando, though. That, that, that's that's all it? the more reason why they want to go home. <laughs> Home, they can they can see home out the window. I'm trying to go home, bro. I'm trying to get out of exactly. here. Exactly. Oh, that is that is just way too funny. That is way too funny. <laughs> you have mentioned the comments on the um, backcourt violation about Brian Erlacher. Um, I just want to say about that whole situation, right? That is the way a lot of Americans feel, the way Brian Erlacher felt. And um, if we don't come together and just talk and have you know decent, respectable conversations about it, which is fine. We can have a conversation, right, Allie? Yeah, of about disagreeing about anything. Mm-hmm. We, that's all we do this sports show. <laughs> Me and Chris disagree all the time. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, y'all like cats and dogs, but well, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> end of day. And then if we won't be cats and dogs, I'm the dog in the room. So oh, put that. so make sure that's clear. <laughs> okay, then I'll be I'll be the lion. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's not even. <laughs> I'll be the lion. Aren't they, aren't they part of the, the, the cat family? Hey man, I don't know, man. Gotta, <laughs> I have somebody. I have no idea. <laughs> You like how did that? Y'all are honestly just like little kittens and puppies. Oh. That's how I see it. Oh. <laughs> wow. See, that's how you go. A little do kitty it. and that. a little puppy. You set up for that. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right. So I guess that's that's pretty much the, the bulk of it. We talked about the, the NBA boycott. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, please do not hesitate to subscribe. Um, you can do it on the website, newchannelsports.net, or you can do it on any major podcast platform. That's new channel spelled N-U-C-H-A-N-N-E-L. Allie, where can they find you? You guys can find me at <laughs> on Twitter, um, Alejandra Sports. Or Instagram, Alejandra underscore Deras. Oh, yeah. Bit. So you'll be seeing a lot of, of um, Alejandra Alley on Instagram. And hopefully when we get this YouTube popped out sometime, someday. But yeah. We're out. Perfect. That was excellent at the end. I love that part. 
<laughs> that was funny. That's what's up. I'm gonna edit that for <laughs> Thanks for listening to the new channel sports podcast. If you like the show, feel free to leave a comment and a five-star rating. Your support is very much appreciated. Also, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or on our website, newchannelsports.net. That's new channel spelt in you, channelsports.net. Got a sports-related question for the crew? Just leave a voicemail on our website. Till next time, have a good one and stay safe out there.